I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 47. Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, my man? Uh, it's a tired morning. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, that that it is. Uh, real quick, everybody, you can uh, find the Monster Cast at themonstercast.com. Uh, there you can find all of our content, videos, audio, and articles, and all that fun stuff. And even links to our social media, I believe, are on the website. So go over there to themonstercast.com. You can also find us, too, if you would like, on all social media platforms um, via the Monstercast. That is Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter uh, and uh, you can also see our pretty ugly faces on the MonsterCast YouTube channel. You can swing on over there and um, check us out and see what we look like. I am wearing my Herman bolts today, by the way. See, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Can't see them that well because I'm wearing a black shirt too. This is how it blends in when my neck is bent down with my fat ass. Um, so, uh, I think that's it. That's all I really have. Oh, you can also go to the monstercast.com slash merch shop and uh, pick up some awesome monsters merch shirts that we made specifically for you guys, the monstercast audience and monster fans alike. Um, I know several people who have uh, shown me some photos. Uh, maybe I'll get those photos up on Instagram and stuff of them wearing their shirts and all that. So it's pretty cool to see you guys out there wearing them and having your families wearing, wearing them and all that fun stuff. So yeah. definitely. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon, which is basically just our chip jar, a, a tip jar. <laughs> yep. I'm fine, I swear. You had a stroke <laughs> right there. Uh, you could just chuck in a buck, whatever. it, Or leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice if they allow it. Mm. Uh, rate us. Tell a friend. that Although stuff is more important to us because it helps us. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just go over there. Leave us a review. Leave us a thumbs up. Stars, whatever the heck they allow you to do. Also, uh, go over to. Oh, geez, I can't breathe. Go over to YouTube and uh, do the same. Like, follow, subscribe, whatever. Hit the bell icon, all that fun stuff. For some reason, if you hit the bell icon, you do get notified of our videos. But also, I think it helps the algorithm say, oh, hey, people actually like this stuff. So maybe yeah. we should. Uh, you know, push it up in the algorithm or whatnot. Um, oh, and as, Facebook or YouTube algorithm. That's a whole episode on. <laughs> yeah. As far as the Patreon goes too, guys, if you listened last week, we did talk about Mockingbird. Wow. Mockingbird Lane, the failed uh, 2012 TV pilot. We um, have 
all the whole uh, <laughs> thing up on in uh, our Discord, which can access Discord through Patreon as well. So that's another added bonus if you want to just toss in a little tip and stuff like that. So you can access the Discord for whatever it is. I don't even remember what all that stuff is set up as. Um, anyways, uh, you can also uh, swing on over. I know October is over finally, uh, but you can also swing on over to the monstercast.com slash remind mag and still pick up your remind magazine monsters edition um, of the magazine. So grab that, grab a copy. We don't get paid for this. We just want people to be able to get it, especially the collectors out there for the monster fans and everything else like that too. It's got some great interviews in it yep. and stuff that's, you know, not uh, goes beyond the monsters like yeah it's, it's got a lot of stuff that you will enjoy definitely definitely has some cool stuff in it um i just got this month's and it's like i believe it's all western is a is uh this month's edition but uh yeah it's it's i was like wait you guys are doing a western for like thanksgiving November, thanksgiving that's uh okay <laughs> Cowboys versus Native Americans. It's classic. <laughs> um, and then uh, you can also, if you have not done so yet, uh, if you guys would like to purchase Marineland Carnival, go over to the monstercast.com slash Marineland Carnival. Definitely worth a pickup for our audience of fans out there for Munster's content. Um, just something great to have in the collection in general. Um, yeah. As a Munster's fan. And then, uh, finally, today we are going to be talking about what, Tivis? Do, do you remember? Here come the monsters. Yeah, here come the monsters. Um, and if you guys do not have this, because it is a little tricky to find. You got to get, like, the UK version, I think. It's like a reading Yeah, that's what disc. we got. Um, so you can swing on over to the monstercast.com slash here come the monsters. And uh, you can pick up a copy of it on DVD there. Um, it is a, the the region two, so I we I used my Xbox to play it, so it didn't matter. At yeah, all. you're gonna need a region free DVD player or a Blu-ray player, which they're more and more common as time goes on. Yeah. I don't understand why we still region lock this shit. Uh, they're crazy. Um, and uh, but if you have like a PS4, PS5, and Xbox One at least, um, you can watch these movies. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, and that's how we watch most of our hard media uh, stuff. Is <laughs> my today. PlayStation is my DVD player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's literally why we bought an Xbox. Like we were not an Xbox household, but we bought like the 4K TV in there, and they're like, "Well, you need a 4K player." And I looked at the pricing at the time, and I was like. It's just a better deal to buy the Xbox. So. And more bang for your buck. <laughs> right. I was like, Especially with kids. I was like, we don't watch like I like you can see the collection behind me. I love my movies and love the DVDs. But a lot of the times it's like what's on streaming. So it's not like we're utilizing the Xbox a massive amount of the time. So anyways, uh it, it's not getting a lot of wear and tear, which is awesome. So we're ooh, making it last longer <laughs> so we'll say that um but yeah definitely go over there to the monstercast.com slash here come the monsters and uh order a copy of that today if you don't, have not picked one up um if you're even interested in it i'm not gonna force it down anyone's throat so uh, but we are about to talk about it so if you have not watched it yet 
and you want to before we spoil it definitely go and watch it um and then come back and listen to us i i definitely recommend it i got i think you can order it on prime delivery through our link so it's yeah two-day shipping then you can come back and you still listen to us by the end of the week (laughs) (laughs) all right so should we jump into this because there's a lot to talk about before we even get to the movie Um, have you seen this cast list Oh, yeah, I, I know most of the cast members, but I also do want to set up before to preface this entire thing before mm-hmm. we talk about references and all that stuff. This did come out after the Monsters Today TV yes. show. We have not watched that yet. So any references from that show in the movie, we won't be able to talk about at the moment. No. So I just want to let people know that in case there are people out there who have watched the Monsters Today and, and are like, oh, yeah, they did this. They did this. We don't know that. So we're just going based on the previous knowledge that we've already talked about throughout the rest of the movies and, and uh, show that we have seen. So. All right. Tivis, take it away. All right. Um, so here come the monsters. As you can see on the screen, if you're watching the video, it released October 31st, 1995. Uh, it was written by Bill Prady, Jim Fisher, and Jim Stahl. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce that? S-T-A-A-H-L? <laughs> eh, whatever. Uh, Bill <laughs> Yeah. Bill wrote uh, the Star Trek 30 Years and Beyond, one episode of Voyager, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which if you don't know that, that is like one of those you sit down in the virtual movie theater, like a, a, I believe it was at Disney. Um, like a little ride as you're watching a movie and it bounces you around. Yeah. Uh, he did 55 episodes of Dharma and Greg, five episodes of Big Bang Theory, which he also helped create. And that's a show that my wife and I really enjoyed. So I'm, I'm punching it. <laughs> uh, Jim Fisher and Jim Stahl, uh, they were have been a duo for many years. Uh, both of them uh, wrote four episodes of Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills, which they helped create. Oh, uh, man, I have that show. <laughs> I know. That's why I brought it up. Uh, five episodes of Young Hercules, which I really enjoyed. And uh, the 2000 movie Rama Got Run Over by a Reindeer, that cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jim St- Stahl was also an actor. He played Nelson uh, Flavor in Mork and Mindy. And he also voiced Santa in that cartoon. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was directed by Robert Ginty. Uh, he directed four episodes of Lois and Clark, two episodes of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and one episode each for Xena and Charmed. Okay. Uh, he played the first lieutenant. Uh, Thomas Joseph Willie or TJ in 29 episodes of Black Sheep Squadron. Uh, Thomas Craig Anderson in 22 episodes of The Paper Chase. He also wrote for the 89 The Bounty Hunter, uh, the 93 Shoot Fighter, Fight to the Death, 94 Woman of Desire, and the 94 TV movie Day of Reckoning. So he is familiar with uh, TV content. Mike has left me if you're wondering why he got all quiet. So 
uh, wonder if I should pad this out till I get to the cast. I don't have to. He's back. Uh, yeah, so he's no stranger to TV movies or just movies in general. All right, let's get to the cast now, because this is cast is incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, first off, we got Edward Herman as Herman Munster. Do you think they uh, did that on purpose? Yeah, it might have helped him. That's that's right. Can't rule it out. <laughs> Uh, Richard Palmer, or uh, I'm sorry, he played Richard Palmer in the 75 show Beacon Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Max in the 87 movie Lost, The Lost Voice. Uh, he was Richie Rich in the 94 Richie Rich movie. No, he was Richie Rich's dad. Was he? Yeah, he's the dad. I swear IMDb told me he was Richie Rich. Uh, Macaulay Culkin was Richie Rich. Yeah. Well, I mean, was his dad also rich? Richard Rich, maybe? Maybe. Uh, Just keep going. I'll, I'll look that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, he. let's see. He was also Harrison Beecher in six episodes of Oz, which my grandpa loved that show. I yeah. can never get into it. It's Richard uh, Rich, because his name is Richard, Richard okay. Rich, yeah. I was half asleep writing these, so. Uh, he also played Richard Gilmore in Gilmore Girls, which was a hugely popular show I never watched. <laughs> He's been in so many good like movies I loved, like because I liked oh, Richie yeah. Rich. My boyfriend's back. I like that because um, he oh, plays the the, the dad, I believe it was. Oh, many of these people have been in things that I really love and want to mention. I just can't because of time. Right. <laughs> oh, like uh, if this were there was anything to check out the IMDb to the cast to, it's this. Most it, it's got to be because you know that this movie was made in our lifetime. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got Veronica Hamill as Lily Monster, and uh, she played uh, Joyce Davenport in hill street blues which ran from 81 to 87 uh robert moore as grandpa Mm -hmm. is it moore or moore's 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 all right uh you may recognize his voice as jack frost from the rankin abbas 79 jack frost uh gotta mention that uh he was various voices in pro stars which again uh if you missed last week, I was on Keith's. Uh, that was great, wasn't it? He did Pro Stars. Go check that out. Uh, Bertram Cooper in Mad Men. Uh, he also voiced Santa Claus in T Titan Go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get this, the Christmas references in. It's, you know, Christmas season already. No, Home Depot not. had no, Christmas out at Don't October care. 1st. It's, not. Uh, <laughs> it's still Halloween season. Like, no, it's Thanksgiving season. It's still Halloween season. In America, you know. Uh, Christian Taylor. Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor? You mean yeah, Marsha Brady? Like As Marilyn, which she played Melody in Hey Dude, which ran from 89 to 81. Marsha Brady in the 96 A Very Brady sequel. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Kate uh, Veach in Dodgeball, a true underdog story, and Sally Atwell in 11 episodes Look, of Rusted Development. If you haven't seen Christine Taylor in anything, then you haven't watched any of the comedy movies from the last like 
three decades or two decades or whatever. I don't even know yeah. how many decades I've been alive now. Shit. Anyways, from the nineties and two thousands for sure. Cause she did a lot of stuff with like, uh, um, Adam Sandler's crew, like not Adam Sandler, uh, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all the same people. Do you <laughs> I, want I swear, to help me? I swear Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller are the same person. <laughs> I think a lot of people will disagree with that. But. They're the same. Uh, do you want to help me out with Eddie's name or you want me to struggle with it? All right. Eddie's name. Well, first of all, I just want to say it was really cool to see Christine Taylor do this as it's mm-hmm. an old show turned into a, a movie. And then she also was Marsha Brady as well, which is the pretty following cool. year. Yeah. In, in um, well, she did the both of the uh, Brady Bunch movies from the 90s. She was Marsha in both of them. Yeah, but just that, that came out the year after this. Yeah. Right. Was this? No. Yeah, this came out in 95. 95, yeah. Uh, so uh, Eddie Munster, Matthew Bot- Bodex. Botushis. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Sorry, Matthew. This was, <laughs> this was his second acting credit listed. Uh, he played Dave in eight episodes of Will and Grace and Chris in three episodes of The Middle, which I love The Middle. Mm-hmm. For a show that ran so long, it's talked about so little. Uh, Troy Evans as detective. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back to this man. Matthew? Here. Matthew. Okay. Eddie? Uh, Eddie, uh, the Eddie Munster for this film. One, Ohio, so awesome. Uh- <laughs> We're both natives. Uh, he was in Goosebumps, um, Terror Tower, Night of the Night. A Night in Terror Tower. I love that one because I have it on VHS though. Uh, He did that right after he did Here Come the Monsters. But there was one I saw. Where did it go? On here. Um, He did Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain with Hulk Hogan. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) He was Rocky. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. That's really dope. That's the worst Three Ninjas movie, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I have to take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Detective uh, uh, Wachowski. Troy Evans is Dr. Wachowski. Uh, he played Detective Charlie in Halloween 5, mm-hmm. uh, which you just watched all those. Yep. And Detective Beryl Johnson in 59 episodes of Bosch, which ran from four, uh, 2014 to the 2021. I somehow missed that show entirely. Mm-hmm. I swear, if you don't say the the movie that I know him from for sure, I'm gonna. I'm not going to because that's all I have. So go ahead. Are you kidding me, Tibbis? I told you I was trying to condense this as much as I can. Tibbis, <laughs> he's from uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Oh no! Yeah, I just completely missed that one. Otherwise, I would have listed it. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, we have. Oh, he was also in Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. A lot of these people were in that show. Uh, Joel Brooks as Larry Walker. Uh, you may know him from season one, episode nine of Deep Space Nine, playing uh, Fallow. Your mouth just dropped. What'd you see? Oh, I didn't know that the Troy Evans was in the Frighteners, which is like one of my favorite movies. Sorry. <laughs> uh joel brooks yes larry walker go ahead uh that's all i got for him okay sean o'brien is detective cartwell 
he played Bill Blackham in 13 episodes of uh, Persons Unknown, which was in 2010, and uh, Ron Donahue in 21 episodes of uh, The Middle. <sighs> you got anything for him? I told you these people's list. There's too much. We're, I had to condense it. That's oh, fine. Let's just go on. <laughs> uh, Mary uh, Oranov as Mrs. Dimwitty, which I reference her several times as just Karen in my notes. Just a heads up. Uh, now, you know, Karen is just a polite way of calling someone a bitch. Like, it's a very derogatory term. Can we get past that? We are a better people. We can create better words than demeaning an entire, like, population of people named Karen. Thank you. Anyways. Okay. Well, call him Kathy after my aunt. Then. Uh, <laughs> That's so, my TED talk for the day. <laughs> she will. Uh, she will be back, actually, believe it or not. Her character returns. Um, but Does she? Yes. Uh, she plays Nancy uh, Ulrich in the 2019 TV short Frankenstein Monsters Monster Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. Which is a fun little uh, thing I saw. Okay. Uh, Jeff. Trakta. 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 As Brent Jekyll. Mm. He didn't uh, do much. Well, I got Thorn Forrester in 649 episodes of The Bold and Beautiful. Okay. He also was a voice for Red Dead Redemption 2, the famous yes, he video was. game. <clears throat> uh, Max Grodenchik. Grodenchik as Norman. Uh, now, He's been in Next Generation twice. Oh, Once yeah. as Sovak in season three, episodes 19, and Par Lenore in season five, episode 21. Mm-hmm. But he also did 39 or 37 episodes of D Space Nine. Uh, many roles, or many of them playing Rom. Mm-hmm. He also did a lot of voice work for some of the games. Yeah. Um, for Star Coming Trek. Coming back as Rom quite a few times. And. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, he was in there, of course. I mean, a lot of these people were in a lot of these things. Oh, it's funny you mentioned Tales of the Crypt. I'll get to that before we get started. Okay. Uh, and he was also in The Rocketeer. We can't not mention The Rocketeer when it comes up into our stratosphere. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> we got Judy Gold as Elsa. Yeah. This is... uh. Her first time acting credit was in an episode of Roseanne. I wanted to mention that because... Okay. Roseanne. Yeah. Uh, Gloria, uh, she played Gloria uh, Scherzer <laughs> in 18 episodes of American Girl. Yeah. From 94 to 95. And that was her second acting credit. And. Uh, why? Oh, months. This movie is her third acting credit. So she is still fairly new to uh, at least the, you know, <laughs> being noticed yeah well i mean she didn't really have a big part either in this so it didn't matter no, no. uh miss mm. pearl amanda yeah amanda beers beers as yeah. miss pearl uh she directed 31 episodes of married with children 21 episodes of mad tv including the john cena episode and played marcy 
in 259 episodes of Married with Children. So if you do not recognize her, you're a bad, bad 90s person. Yeah. <laughs> and 80s. Because I think Married with Children started in the 80s, actually. It did. It went yeah, for like it, 10 years, 80, didn't it? 87. Because I'm watching season one in my yeah. sitcom. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, it's it's Marcy. Yeah. Uh, we have Erwin Keys as the one-eyed man. I don't have anything for him. Uh, Jim Fisher as a villager. Now, you may recognize that name. He was one of the writers. All three writers appear in this movie. Uh, Scotch Ellis Loring as the flight attendant. Erwin Keys is the one-eyed man. That, yeah. Like the 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 big dude from the beginning of the movie? Couldn't tell you. He's like a big, like, all right. He does a lot of horror stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. I know, I'm sure he, you would recognize him. He was also in for a lot of people, too. Um, it was. Uh, what was it? Happy uh, Gilmore. He's the guy who happy shoots in the head with a nail gun. Mm, yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. But yes, he's a really big. He he did a lot of like horror films and stuff too. Of course, uh, just yeah. with his look alone, you could tell like that's where they were going to put him. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Uh, Scotch Ellis uh, Loring as the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you would recognize a few things he was in. I unfortunately haven't seen any of them. So, okay. Well, Fight Club. <laughs> you haven't yeah, seen well, Fight that's Club. For- forgettable movie for me. I. Oh, you're a forgettable uh, person too. Come on now. That Malcolm explains in a the lot middle? with the show. Uh, Nothing really. You didn't recognize. I didn't anything. see Malcolm in the Middle when I went down his list. Alienation. That's a. Oh, didn't see that one. I love that one. Uh, oh, you're a bad, bad person. I'm gonna do your job for you from now, and you can do mine. How about that? We can change. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one I've been excited to get to. Brian George as the immigration officer, mm-hmm. uh, voice the inspector in 40 episodes of the Pink Panther. Rich Basir uh, in season five, episode 16 of Deep Space Nine. Ambassador Oza Azol, Azol in season seven, episode three of Voyager. So many iconic voice acting roles. Dr. VM Kuther Pauly in Big Bang Theory and Sonny Kamala in I Feel Bad, the show that only lasted one season in 2008. And it's a shame because that is a fantastic show and more people should have watched it. <laughs> also, he voiced Alfred in Batman, the killing joke, like the one famous animated DC cartoon widely known i should say not famous they have a lot of really popular animated ones yeah but they that's can't the do one the that they correct. just won't shut up about <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh fantastic career oh my god i had to narrow it down to just those and that was killing me yeah uh robertson dean as angry dog owner <laughs> another These star names, trek alum man. too yeah yeah uh was in season six episode 14 of next gen uh, and season two, episode six of Enterprise. And he was in Nemesis. And, and was he? I did not see yep. Nemesis. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jim Stahl as the quarantine officer, uh, which, you know, is the one with the pets. Uh, again, another writer. Okay. Keon Young. 
Yep. Kion. All right. As Ralph, the limo driver. Die limo. Uh, I'm pretty sure IMDb has this misspelled. Yep. They have a Y in the for some reason. Someone fix that. I thought maybe uh, maybe someone misspelled Thai limo driver. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, he was in season two, episode 10 of Enterprise. Uh, Silas Sinister in Return to Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Command- Commander Sato in Rebels. And uh, too many shows I like to name. I literally have written here. Oh, my God. But again, the people in this movie. Whew, <laughs> all right so the rest of these i can get through a little bit quicker uh unless you find something you want to say about them Hath- hmm? go on kellen hathaway as trick-or-treater uh bill prady as paramedic writer uh tj mc uh mcinturf as St- stanley sorry bullshit name. that's a bullshit name like mcinturf like come <laughs> on that person went to hollywood and they're like I don't know, Mac and oh, there's grass over there. Turf. <laughs> like he just came up with like, his <laughs> <laughs> unless that's his real name. Uh Francesca Smith as Monique, which uh if the voice Great voice actor. Helga from Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh Jane Carr as Cassie O'Leary uh was in season one, episode twelve of which, Enterprise. There's several actors in this too, like the smaller people and stuff too. E- even um uh uh the one that I was talking about, like several of them have worked with Rob Zombie too in the oh, in yeah. the past, which is kind of cool. Uh James Keen as mm-hmm. Ma- uh, Maitre D. Uh, uh James he, he was in Dick Tracy. Like you can't not talk about Dick Tracy. Well, I, again, nope, I was trying to saying, get through this. I'm mentioning now, it. I know. You I appreciate you interrupting it. me. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Go ahead. Uh, James uh, uh, Basil as waiter uh, only has four acting credits. Uh, Lynn Marie Stewart as Mrs. Uh, Wafer uh, wrote two episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse and adapted the show for the Broadway TV movie. Uh, the Running Man, too. Nice. Sure. Uh, Judy Kane as Mrs. Uh, Hersby was in season nine, episode 11 of the Scrubs spinoff show, because that is not the same Scrubs. Uh, still just as good. So don't downplay it. Tommy uh, Bert Telson as Ted Walker. Ralph P. Martin as Sergeant. Jim Jackman as front desk officer. Christina Venuti as woman at fundraiser. <laughs> Aaron wow. Paris as transformed band leader. Yvonne DeCarlo, Al Lewis, Butch Patrick, and Pat Priest, all as restaurant guests. Yep. I don't think we have to explain who they are. Uh, Carlise Burke is uncredited. <laughs> Darren Mangan, uncredited as a villager. D. Wallace, uncredited as Mr. Uh, Miss Walker. Walker, who D. Wallace was also in the Rob Zambi film yeah. as the Good Morning Transylvania announcer. Yeah. Yeah. D. Wallace is definitely a staple in horror for sure. Like, I mean, if you even look in her IMDb and stuff like that, it's not, oh. it's almost nothing but. So I've said it before, but this one I actively encourage you go look at the IMDb of this cast. Like, yeah. there's. 
narrowing it down and skipping so much was yeah. painful. Well, <laughs> I, I I saw some people when the monster movie came out and they saw that D Wallace was in there. Like, why did they give this role to this random person? I'm like, you random person? Are you kidding me? Like, you don't understand your horror then if you think that it's just some random person. Also, Rob Zombie <laughs> doesn't do anything randomly. Like. <laughs> Uh, oh actually anyways. you know what go on if we're gonna let's since we're on the, the before we get into the movie itself since we're yeah. talking about rob zombie's film uh jeff daniel phillips did a uh, an episode with the thing with two heads podcast um <laughs> which are two guys that are in the horror industry <laughs> and they just had a candid talk with each other and i got some little tidbits for that movie uh so rob actually pitched this movie 10 years ago Okay, but then it got uh, shifted to Mockingbird Lane, and then it went back to Rob after that, and it got stalled and stalled and stalled until you know the pandemic, and then yeah. it finally got moving. Uh, Jeff actually had multiple suits that he would switch between because they got so damn hot. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I bet. he said at one point he got to where he had to have a. a a Gatorade next to him because uh, he was trying his hardest to hide the seams and stuff of the suit. So if you notice in the movie, uh, he's constantly moving around and stuff like, yeah, he's not standing still at all. That was on purpose to try and hide uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> OK, uh, I thought Rob it gave Zom- a little swagger to his character, too. Like, yeah, well, it did, too. And it gave him his uh, young energy, uh, young kind of uh young approach would you say a young frankenstein yeah uh all of the posters and even the zombo cereal box that we see in that movie are designed by rob zombie he is known for doing like all of the shirts and stuff yeah he designs all of that for all of his stuff yeah yeah. if you ever see a lot of his stuff it's it's almost exact to the style and everything there's just not a bunch of naked girls on it (laughs) And also because they were filming during the uh, the lockdowns and stuff, uh, they had a curfew in place. So they had a certain amount of time before they had to shut down each day. Oh, dang. Yeah. So it's a really interesting uh, talk. OK. Uh, highly recommend. Go and give it a listen. Awesome. Definitely check that guy out, guys. All right. So do we want to dive on into this movie here? All right. Well, first, I'm going to give one of my trivias. Uh, When this debuted on Fox, it was hosted by the Crypt Keeper. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, Also, uh, to preface this as well, this is a full redo. This is not a sequel to the show. This is not a prequel to the show. This is a full reimagining. Like Rob Zombie's film. Yeah. Yeah. So... When you go and watch it, if you've never watched it, definitely watch it with that in mind. Um, So let's dive on into this, man. My first note is when the villagers are uh, assaulting their uh, castle, which I will give them credit because it actually looks a lot like the one we saw in uh, Monster Revenge, Monster's Revenge. Mm -hmm. So that that was a cool touch. Uh, But when... (laughs) They're like bringing a catapult and th- they pull a rocket launcher out of the catapult. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, they're like, 
They're like, uh, oh, <laughs> it's our secret weapon. And then it's just this giant bazooka. <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. It definitely sets the tone because it's like, yeah, this isn't like the old. It's the old country, but it's not the olden days. You know, they're they're tired mm-hmm. of this crap. Um, yeah. And uh, did you see? They start this out too with a awesome scene that I liked. I, I didn't. It, it. I liked it for reasons because we had talked about doing it before. After we saw Mini Monsters, they yeah. put Grandpa's face on the actual bat. <laughs> yeah, they did. And I was like, "That's awesome!" Because we had referenced it. That'd be really cool if Al would have done that every time he turned into a bat. Then you'd get Al mm-hmm. Lewis's face on the actual bat. I don't know how they would have done it back then, but still. Uh, because they had done it in the mini monsters. So I think, you know, it's a nice little throwback and stuff to that. So pretty cool. Um, yeah. In this version, fire does upset Herman, apparently. Yes, it does. So, um, and honestly, at this point in the movie, I had, uh, cause when they're all talking together in the living room about mm-hmm. what to do with the people outside. Yeah. And Herman's like, I'll just go talk to him. Like, Last time you talked to him, they tore you apart. <laughs> uh, I have to say, I think they're uh, they're actually doing a really good job, uh, not so much emulating, but like being the characters while also yeah. doing it their way. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was really good. And I actually throughout this movie, this is a note I have later on. But the Lily in this reminds me a lot of the Lily we see from Sherry Moose Zombie. <laughs> yeah, which, I wrote that down, too. That's one of my notes. I was like, yeah. this definitely is, it, it, it seems like this is where Sherry might have grabbed more of her mannerisms, mannerisms and everything, because yeah. it's a lot, a little more extreme. And even the way she talks, like the, the tone of her voice and stuff is kind of like, yeah. this has to be where Sherry got her um, design from and everything of the character. Mm-hmm. So, and Which- like, cause we even see later too, like this Lily dresses in like, something completely different kind of like a real housewives of mockingbird lane or some type of shit thing <laughs> so yeah uh, could you imagine a real housewives with the monster characters <laughs> i'd watch uh, that one <laughs> i thought it was interesting that uh we do go a little more on the on the morbid side as we actually see some of uh the wreckage of spot instead of just hearing about it with the buried mailman uh-huh. but i i thought it was interesting that Marilyn is the one that invites them to uh america and that's like uh twice now that we see uh like in mockingbird lane it's kind of the first one we see is Marilyn, right so I don't know. It kind of struck out to me. It was interesting. Well, in this one, like Marilyn and her parents, the boat all live in the States already. So they've already set up mm-hmm. and uh, they get, uh, get an invitation. They're like, Oh, Marilyn, you know, we, we're going to go live with Marilyn and, and, uh, and, and uh, her, her dad, Norman Hyde and sets that all up. So well, we don't know their last name. No, they first, say it. They say oh, do they? It. Yeah, they say okay. it while they're still in Transylvania. Um, and then uh, they fly over and we get this really cool plane scene. And like it, it reminded me of 
the movie Airplane because like it did, the, they were very accommodating. They, they were they on super, Air Transylvania again? I think so. I didn't catch it, I but I have see, a feeling they were. But like they were very accommodating to these people, and like it, the the second that they were helping Eddie up into, <laughs> into the, the storage, <laughs> I was just like, "Is this airplane? Like, what is going on?" Because no one was freaked out on the plane or anything like no. that. So. It, yeah, I have an observation about that later on. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Grandpa, of course, saving money is outside the plane flying next to them. Yeah. And, and then um, he flies up to first class because they got a better movie for him to watch through the window. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no one reacts to them at all until no. they land and get to the airport. Everyone bolts except for the Im- the immigration officer. Yeah. Who does not give a crap. <laughs> and it's interesting that because this was done in the 90s and, mm-hmm. you know, I might I don't know what all that we did in the 90s for it. But the immigration officer was also a foreigner as well. Yeah, I actually have a note to that later on when they go. He goes to the uh, employment office. Yeah. All everyone there runs except for the Irish um, yeah. person working there. So. It's like the only people being really nice to them so far are other foreigners. Right. Yeah. Because even their their driver, the guy who ends up driving them to 1313. Ralph. Yeah. Ralph is, you know, he's an Asian man. He even talks about he's only been in the country for like a year or so. And they really mm-hmm. dive deep. And I am I should have went back and seen what was really going heavily into the country at this time, too, when this mm-hmm. came out. Because they really dive deep into the whole um foreign uh comments and like they're destroying the country type stuff and the, these foreigners need to go back home and all that crap so it, it would be interesting to see what was going on around the time of 94 95 ish with that stuff going on um just because of the commentary with this film and yeah we, we i mean we've already talked about the fact that you know they were foreign immigrants uh or they were Oh, middle class immigrants or whatever. <laughs> Working class immigrants is what they were uh, in the original. So, so go on. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. hit a high point for uh, immigration uh, between ninety two and uh, 2000. OK, so it was a hot button topic right. at that point, which I mean, which, it works well with the monsters. Oh, it does. In, in extremely a, well. ways. Um and there, but there was definitely a way that I felt like they could have still tackled the issue without it being so heavy handed. But I think that the way it was handled was still entertaining at least. Oh yeah. No, it, 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 like you said, it works extremely well with this family. Yeah. Especially with, you know, how they're normal. We're used to them being treated yeah. by other people. Yeah. And, um, and they're being treated as like filthy, dirty, you know, evil like they're bringing drugs into our country type foreigners and mm-hmm. and they're like being the super nice like as accommodating as it can like they're like can you you're going to jail and then herman just like puts his hands out every time to get the handcuffs and he's smiling and stuff and he's i ah, just walk with me come on uh yeah that's getting ahead of us but still um no yeah yeah well it's an important thing because i mean let's be honest if this movie was released now Instead of Rob Zombies, people, why are you bringing these political issues into my movies? 
Don't ever do that voice again. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that's what those people sound like. If you say that, that's what you sound like, and you should know that. Uh, Uh, Political issues have been in movies and TV for a long time. It's just how how it's put in there. Because even I'm sometimes just like, really, guys, like you couldn't even like be subtle about it. But then other people well, like, well, we tried to be, be subtle and no one listened to the subtlety. Well, shoving it down their throats isn't going to help either. <laughs> That's just going to make it worse sometimes. <laughs> Anyways. Well, um, sometimes they shovel it down their throats and they still don't see it. So Right. Uh, so we get them. They're going through their paperwork. Herman's passport has multiple birthdays on it for yeah, each for individual every part. <laughs> body part. Yeah. That's awesome. Like the gags that they pull in this are very reminiscent of like some of the jokes and stuff they would have done in the original, which is really cool to see. Um, And as you said, like a a lot of them, like the character of them is Mm -hmm. very true to the originals, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the paperwork for Spot was over a hundred years old. Yeah, it's time for a checkup. <laughs> it's, yeah, um, which I loved the uh, the CGI's that they do. Those aren't CGI's. They're not. They look. No, those are probably just lights that they had in there. Because it was an animatronic head. They had an animatronic head. Yeah, th- those eyes didn't match the head, though. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll take another look later. But um, they walk out of the airport and Herman bends down and gets hit by a hearse with what on it, Tivis? Bateman and Bateman. Or Bateman no. and Bateman. What the <laughs> it's hell? It's his work. I forget. Gateman, this good Gateman. Burry and Graves. And Graves. Yes. Did you see the commercial that Rob Zombie put out for them? No, I haven't seen uh, it's pretty the fun. last one I saw was uh Orloff doing his uh techno. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, Gateman Goodbury and Graves uh hits them and the guy flips out and then they ends up giving him a ride to 1313 Mocking Thanks, thanks Mockingbird for Band. not suing me. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Marilyn answers the door at the oh first of all we get this oh, we get a lot of awesome images of the house and you can see it you can't really see it behind us unfortunately um but the house actually looks pretty cool it, it doesn't have some of the features like the original had and stuff like that but it was still cool to see you know uh, it it reminded me of a house that would be in a normal neighborhood but had the old aesthetic look to it still. Um, And uh, it was pretty cool. And we get, um, what was it? Marilyn opens the door in the witch mask. And I, yes, they're like, prepare yourself. Uh, They've done her dad's done experiments, but they haven't done a whole lot. (laughs) But she opens the door in a witch mask, a green, bright green witch mask. And I'm like, dude, is this where Rob Zombie got this scene from? I thought the same thing. Because it was like the first time they're coming there and they answer the door and there's this bright green witch uh, who is played by uh, Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, for people who don't remember that. Uh, I've seen that movie 12 times. Only 12? I swear for like two weeks straight, you said every single day you had it on. I I think it was only 12, maybe 13 times. 
Because we did watch it with my... I I forgot to talk about that, too, though. I did watch it with my grandparents, uh, my grandma, who I grew up watching the original show with. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we went to uh, her place uh, the other week when we took a vacation, um, I got her to sit down with me and the kids, and we all watched it and stuff, and she liked it. She was laughing, and she enjoyed it. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember these characters because she doesn't watch the monsters anymore. But she's like, I remember... Like she's just getting a little older. She's like, yeah, I remember that brought back all these memories of, you know, the characters and stuff. So it's like awesome. That's pretty cool. And that is awesome. Getting the chance to just watch it with the lady who, you know, got me interested in old television and old things in general for like TV land and Nick at night and all that crap was awesome. But mm-hmm. I digress. Anyways, <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I forgot to mention that. Uh, no, after that's, the vacation. that's an awesome story, man. Um. Uh, the house is actually Marilyn's. Yeah, we get the name of her parents for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, Norman and Elsa. Norman and Elsa. And Elsa in this one is Herman's sister <laughs> yeah. in this universe. So um, it's Marilyn's or Herman's sister instead of Lily's sister. So Marilyn is actually just blood related to Herman. Yeah. Oh, also, don't forget they're arriving during Halloween season again. Yeah. Yep. There's a very uh also I think there's a reference to mini monsters when they talk about the smog problem. Mm. Yeah. But there's a very big thing about them always coming in around Halloween, which is awesome to see. Like mm-hmm. Halloween is their their day, their uh um anniversary date for moving in and stuff like that, basically. Because uh, we even had in the Munsters' Revenge, Revenge, they were decorating their Halloween tree. Um, And you can only just assume it's because of, you know, the move-in day and all that stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, We also get the theme, which I neglected to mention last week with Mockingbird Lane. I loved how they used the theme in that one. That's Mm -hmm. as much as I'll say, but I loved it so much. Wait, uh, oh, it, the theme music? Yeah. Yeah, from my, I, I really, yeah. I, I thought they did a great job with that one pilot. <laughs> that we'll never see anything of again. Jerry O'Connell, please come on to the show. I would love to talk to you about your career, but also to ask you Sliders. about Herman. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. He's done more than Sliders. Yeah, but Sliders is just good. You can watch Kangaroo Jack and ask him about that. Since that's the only thing I'll probably get you to watch of his besides Uh, sliders. (laughs) So here's where uh, the neighbor starts being a creep with binoculars. Yep. You get the the neighborhood watch type people. So it's kind of like the burbs. If you've ever seen the burbs, uh, they're watching the creepy house, of course. Um, Have to see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I will say that once we get inside the house, I got a very reminiscent feel of uh grandpa's uh set the set of grandpa's house in the rob zombie movie okay i don't know if you did or not but i i felt like it was very because it was definitely not the classic inside layout that we're used to Mm. yeah um Um, yeah no uh, and and did you see how they open the stairs because they actually do open the stairs and this stairs go down to grandpa's lab just like i did and it was weird they just rub it. Yeah. <laughs> they just rub the stair, the stair thing. Yeah. 
to open yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, the, the stairs lead to the lab, just like in Mockingbird yeah. Lane. We get the raven. It's mechanical in this one. It's just like a cuckoo clock, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Elsa turns out to be the bride of Frankenstein. Yep. Which which was the movie they were watching on the plane. Which is uh, um, yeah. So he married his sister. No, he married Lily. Oh wait, in Frankenstein, I guess <laughs> who makes. Was that another Frankenstein creation? Because I guess technically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never really yeah. thought about it until I watched this one. I was like, they are brother and sister. They would be. Like, I mean, adopted, <laughs> but it's still weird. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever seen Bride of Frankenstein, though, it's she like freaks the hell out. So, um, I think. I've never seen that one. I only know the version from Young Frankenstein. Okay. It's been a uh, very long time since I've seen the original Bride of Frankenstein, but I think it should do for a rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. So the neighbor <clears throat> is staring in the window and they get the cops called on. Yep. Uh, she calls the cops because they okay so what happened is um, Elsa has gone into a, like a deep coma she's been there for six months in a coma for six months Which because her dad she was in the phone coffin yeah. when they found her yeah. or they showed um, but she's been in the coma for about six months because her husband um, Mr. Hyde took off he, he just vanished and she's kind of like in this weird comatic comatic uh comatose state i like comatic better comatic we're gonna say that even though it's not a word <laughs> this like coma it is state. now the that's how english develops <laughs> we just make shit up um america <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so we get this uh this backstory and Marilyn's like yeah isn't that why you're here uh, and they're like, no, we, we came to move in. Do you invite us to move in? She's like, no, I came to ask you to, for help because my dad disappeared, basically. And they're like, didn't you get my note? And we're like, we got part of it because <laughs> it was like yeah. all burnt up. <laughs> um, Dude, he does a really great Herman. Yeah. Uh, but then we go into the lab and stuff. And like, this is where you really see like the, the grandpa in this one. You can see where he grabbed from Al Lewis, like. I don't know if he was mm -hmm. trying to try too hard or just try just enough. It was interesting to see. Um, but he was definitely giving off Al vibes every so often. Oh, yeah. And uh, they go down to the lab and this is where they get caught because they're carrying Elsa down to the lab. Into the lab, yep. And it just looks like a dead body. And the, the neighbor like freaks out, calls the cops. They get a the bunch of cops there. Um and and then they're investigating like the, they they like raid the house they take the body <laughs> and and uh this is where you see like you can tell where the love interest was going to come from with Marilyn because she always has to hook up mm -hmm. with a cop <laughs> she's got something yeah, with the see yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're right i didn't realize that <laughs> she's got that's something that's the third for time now yeah um it's that cold hard steel uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I, my next note is when the cops are interrogating them in the kitchen uh it looks like there's a light beam that hits uh lily's face uh, very eerily similar to morticia 
Oh, like around, across the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Eddie was in the cupboard again. Yep. They have Eddie in the cupboard a lot in this. Um, a, a funny joke, a funny one that got me was like Marilyn was like, uh, he's been missing for six months to the cops and stuff like that. <laughs> and, 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 uh, don't you know how to do your job? And, uh, or no, it was, was it grandpa? It was grandpa that was saying this. He's like, you know, you guys just don't know. Herman's like, no, no, no. I'm sure he knows how to do his job. He's just taking his time. He just wants to take his time. (laughs) I just started laughing. I was like, that's funny. Because it's so true. Yeah. (laughs) It's a a shame your kids didn't want to watch this, dude. I think they would have got a kick out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe they'll watch it again with me when I rewatch it for sure. Um, I am definitely rewatching this with Victoria. I think she will love it. Yeah, uh, and then I get a lot of my next comment on here was foreign comments of them destroying the country, which is funny as the two uh, main interactions in the states were with foreign people. So we already talked about that. Yeah. Um, well, I got one here of Lily is already loving living in America. Yeah. <laughs> she's like having the time of her life. She's got a to-do list. She's got all yeah. kinds of stuff. And, and she's uh, really trying to emulate American, yeah. quote unquote, American lifestyle by mm. trying to get into this like mindset mindset and like the Routine. like the healthy food stuff and yes. all these different things. Oh, I forgot about the health kick of the <laughs> the nineties health kick. That's just like I think that's like don't get me wrong i love you ladies out there but i think it's like a a female thing like when they hit like around 30 ish they always they a lot of them try and go into this deep health kick my mom did it when she was in her 30s my wife started doing it (laughs) so i'm just like can i just please be a fat ass and leave me alone (laughs) i don't know about that i mean we're both in our 30s this year and i mean we're eating more taco bell than (laughs) Give it a few years. Give it. Give it some time. You'll be <laughs> uh, granted. I'm the only one that seems to look like I eat Taco Bell. It's not fair. She, but <laughs> she's gonna walk in in a few days and be like, "Yeah, so our cholesterol. We need to talk about it." <laughs> oh, dude, with my. If you're looking, watching the video, you could just see me. You can tell my health is probably not the best. I'm waiting any day for the uh, the message like, "Hey, stop that!" And I'm like. My life is ruined. <laughs> so you want yeah, a piece Eddie of pizza? To... Go run around the block ten times. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like damn it. Uh, but Eddie has to go to school, and he found his bully immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was gonna kill this kid. Oh, he was totally gonna rip his freaking throat out. Um, <laughs> Eddie's in the cabinets again. We see that yeah uh grandpa's actually drinks blood in this one we actually yes, see him drink actual blood that they microwave in a plastic bag <laughs> which is that, not okay good don't put plastic in there okay okay even if the plastic is is not gonna melt in there mm-hmm. the bpa from that bag has got to be extreme and now it's in the blood now it's in grandpa grandpa's full yeah. of bpa <laughs> things we didn't know in the 90s right i guess <laughs> um and now we got herman looking for a job yep. and we get the restaurant scene how great was well, that restaurant well, the, scene? the employment agency he goes there and it's full of people 
who yeah, want well, to file for unemployment. Yeah, basically. yeah. He's, he's like the uh, the the immigrants are the only ones that want to work. Yep. And uh, <laughs> they 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 left. They all bolted out of there when Herman mm-hmm. walks in. He comes in. The girl's scared it for a second, and then she's well, like, "Well, he busts in the door. Yeah, I yeah. would be scared too. Yeah." I guess so. He's like, "Oh, sorry about that." He's but, like, "Oh, it's all right. But, I don't like. I don't know the difference. Or, no, I don't. The push I have pull. trouble with the push pull. Yeah, yeah. Which so do I. I so, think Herman's <laughs> issue is the twisting of the knob. <laughs> it doesn't really. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's used to like the levers. Yeah, because he doesn't really push or pull. Like he just walks. Oh, he just kind of grabs the walks. <laughs> um. And, but yeah, she's very, uh, she's like, here, fill this paperwork out. You know, unemployment checks will be sent to you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't want unemployment. I want employment. Like, <laughs> and, and like you said, it's the whole thing of like, you know, the foreigners were trying to actually do the jobs to work and they're mm-hmm. taking our jobs. No, you just don't want the jobs um, mm-hmm. type of thing. And <laughs> I think we're starting to see a lot of that again now, right now, too. Like, oh, that's just a lot so of, many uh, lazy people protesting against corporations for being absolute assholes to us yeah but i mean there's only some protesting won't make you money unless you're the big top dogs in it <laughs> and then you're making the money from the corporations anyway well here's the thing you want me to stay pay me more otherwise i'm gonna go to the place that pays me more right <laughs> um so but don't get on unemployment just because you want to be lazy yeah no don't do that um but yeah so she's they they commentate on that like you know the foreigners are the ones that are trying to work work Mm -hmm. for a living do the middle class like lifestyle or not middle class but working class um lifestyle and stuff so she gets him a job and yeah this is when he goes and we do the scene in the uh, restaurant sorry yeah that restaurant was that that was a great cameo great use of the original cast yeah what did you think about the dialogue? Did you think it was too heavy-handed or on point, or did you think it was just right? I thought right? it was written exactly as they were playing the original characters. So. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Butch Patrick was a bit older. Right. <laughs> did you know this? Um, Butch Patrick, when Marilyn orders her food and is like such a normal, like healthy diet thing, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You always had to be the odd one out." Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, uh, the grandpa's I, over there cracking jokes about like, oh, yeah, give me know, the rarest, the kill of the day, the, the rarest ki- steaky, yeah. <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> and Butch Patrick orders a burger, but without anything, including bread, so it's just a slab yeah, of meat. Just meat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "Yep, that's what that was." <laughs> and I forget what um, Yvonne ordered. I I don't recall. Was it just like? I don't recall what that one was. It wasn't like anything like that stuck out to me. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was definitely in character, but I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what I just remember. Uh, Grandpa saying fresh kill of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it uh, which was, is something my grandpa would have said. <laughs> right. It was definitely a, a, a good use of the characters. I thought that we would have possibly seen them pop up again. Um, in another scene that we get later, but we don't get them there. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. at least we got that one cool scene and they're, they're with Herman, uh, you know, instead of with yeah, all, all the family. He seems oddly familiar. <laughs> yeah. And, and even in those, um, what was it? I, th- I think it was the, uh, 
was it Monsters First fr- uh, Family of Fright or whatever? Uh, oh, yeah, I believe yeah. Al Lewis said that seeing Edward in the garb, it was like Fred was there with them. Uh, that was Butch Patrick. Which Patrick that Butch? said that. Okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we we referenced, we we commented because when he walked through the door, it was like weird because you know it was like Fred almost, and mm-hmm. and I do have to say, like as far as copying, if you want to say copying, I think that emulating, emulating, yes, um, I think that uh, he did uh, a really good job of pulling in some of that Fred. Uh, definitely into the character i mean the Uh, suit helps too like if you dress them properly and stuff like that um what'd you think about the makeup though on them because they put purple in the makeup it was green and purple i thought it looked pretty good it was very 90s of the era Uh but still classical you know herman um some planes flying very low today they're after (laughs) me I spoke my mind um, too much. <laughs> the next note I have is as, as he gets fired from the restaurant, when he's knocking over everyone and throws like the plate of food into his boss, it yeah. really looked like his boss. Uh, I wonder if Ed, Ed, if um, Edward, I don't know what he prefers to be called, but if he said something to him when they went over, how many takes this took? Because it really looked to me like as they were getting up, his the boss, the guy at the restaurant uh, was trying very hard not to laugh. Yeah, uh, I'm like, oh, that that's that's great. You have to wonder what what kind of fun they had on this set, because how could you not have fun? Especially if you think about it. Uh, how many of these people were massive fans of the original, you know, and oh, grew yeah. up watching it and they just were happy to be there. Like you see it in some of the BTS from um, from Mockingbird Lane that we watched and, mm-hmm. and you just see these people love the character. We, I mean, we heard it from Mr. Roebuck uh, and mm-hmm. you see it in these people that they grew up loving Mr. Zombie. Yeah. And- they love the show. They love the characters. They love the world and everything like that. And uh, it was just great to see them be able to do it. You, you know, you got to imagine the conversations on set, too, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Jeff Daniel Phillips in that uh, interview, he just did. Well, I don't want to call it an interview. It was just a conversation with two friends. Uh, yeah. Uh, he goes into that, too. He's like. By the end of the shoot, we were still making each other laugh every day. It was yeah. just fun. <laughs> so, and I think that's something that you you could you build that uh, also with like the people that they're working with because like Zombie Mister Zombie uses a lot of the same actors. They get to know each other. They've worked on a lot of projects together too. And, and mm-hmm. I think that when you have a family, there's a reason why you know Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller who are the same person. No, <laughs> they use the same actors, you know, they work with the same people all the time. And, and it's because they, if you're going to work and you're going to do it with a bunch of people, why not do it with your friends, you know, and why not have fun and why not, you know, make these memories with your friends and your wives, mm-hmm. because they both put their, well, I don't know if Ben Stiller puts his wife in this stuff, but I know Adam Sandler does. So it's like, you, you know, you get, you get those moments where it's just like, why not? That's how you would want to work. Like, that's how that's like my dream is to like just produce videos or movies with my family and friends. 
that would require me to be more social and have more friends, but still. Like. Oh yeah. Uh, it's uh, Daniel Roebuck. I mean, he's promoting his next project, which we don't know the name of yet, but his wife, Tammy's there with him yep. doing it. So, yeah. And he talked about it too, you know, like working with his uh, daughter mm-hmm. and everything. Um, anyways, I digress again. Yeah, we're getting off track. Uh, this so, is going to be a long one, and I knew it was going to be, so it's so fine. we get the, as Herman's being fired, we go back to the house where Lily's hanging out with the desperate housewives of Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> yes, they were, we, got, uh, we got all three uh, reactions to the Munsters when Herman walks in. Yeah. Because they're they've been drinking wine clearly, yep. and two of them are drunk. We got oh man the one who wants to sleep with Herman. She's the a freak. one who is kind of apprehensive, and then the neighbor who called the cops walks in, and she's terrified. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, we gotta go." But that neighbor who like is a freak, <laughs> she like wants to get with Herman. She like is sitting in the electric chair and like even puts her arms in the the straps and stuff and mm-hmm. is playing around with it so you can tell like okay she's okay and they're very it was very very reminiscent of like watching desperate housewives honestly with all four of these women there like because they're all different in their own ways and and everything like including with lily there she would be the fourth and it was just awesome to see this scene because you get this like realization that you know like it's like i don't like these people but i do like these people and this one girl's just like yeah i just want to bang everybody i don't care what you know they are (laughs) or what parts they're and she even hits on him in front of his own wife well not only that she's like you know my husband works late nights and i think at this point he had accepted the job at the uh funeral home too so he's like no. oh maybe i'll run into him no 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 he said oh grandpa works nights too maybe they'll <laughs> oh that's right that's together. right that's what it was um because yeah she's like oh you need work maybe you could uh come and do me uh i mean do some things for me because she was <laughs> yeah. literally about to say do me <laughs> and I was i'm like, surprised okay when- the history of J- uh, Lily's character and jealousy that she didn't just rip her apart right there. Right. Well, there is a scene too, like later where Lily does say something about him with a, another woman or something like that. Oh yeah. Cause Herman goes to jail. She's like, yeah, uh, he's like, I'm someplace with bars. I sure hope you're not at a woman's house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, all, right, all right. So real quick, I want to mention this because this one even popped out to me. So the, the ladies are all leaving because the one girl's like, all right, we got to go because she saw like oh, a moving oh, foot. Are you talking about when grandpa hits her with the door? No, but oh, you can. Okay, you can, well, you say can what say you're going to say. Gonna say. OK, so the girls are all leaving. Grandpa comes up and the freaky one is even like attracted to grandpa. A, a, a somewhat. I don't know if you saw this because I rewound it and saw it again because I was like, did I see what I thought I saw? And he like taps her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Grandpa. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I saw the. Um, uh, he was. <laughs> no, what ha- what I saw was uh, Robert was not paying attention to the, w- the people leaving. And uh-huh. as he's looking away, he shuts the door 
the girl is not fully out of the door frame <laughs> yet and he smacks her and he's like oh what's up? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah, awesome they no. clearly left that in <laughs> I was like more shocked that like grandpa just tapped this girl's butt and not like like once, but like boom, boom, like a couple of tabs up underneath to get like the leverage. And I was just like, oh, and I was like, I do that. And I let it play for a couple more minutes. And I was like, wait a minute, before I write that note, I want to make sure I saw what I saw. And I was like, okay, grandpa's a little freaky, too. Yeah, well, this is just some random stranger. The end, you know. I wonder if that was part of the script or if the actor just did it, (laughs) which would be so much weirder. Yeah. Um. Uh. Um, Let's see. They gave a comment about the mortuary. Uh, needing uh from Maryland to get a mortuary makeover. mm -hmm. Um. I think this is the point where we see the news bulletin t- or they turn on the news and yeah, Jack- Jekyll is talking and I'm like, Jekyll, that's Norm. The politician is Norm because, oh, we see the, uh, that's what grandpa's hurrying up from the lab for. He's got the, the video footage of the experiment of him turning yeah. into all we see is a business, you know, legs and shoes. We see him grow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, Jekyll. All right. So, because I completely missed the fact that their last name was Hyde this entire movie. So, okay. Oh, yeah. So, clearly it's Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's when they first introduced that. Then Herman goes back to try and get a job. They don't have any more oh, jobs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they have him take an aptitude test, and it says the only thing he's good for is terrorizing villagers. Yeah. And How he's do like, they have a test for that? And they're like, uh, he's like, well, is there any job openings for that? And he's like, she's like, no, the uh, IRS, well, she doesn't call it the IRS, she calls it Internal Revenue Service, has that one covered. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, it's true, though. <laughs> Very true. Um. And then he he this is where he's drops like, oh, the card yeah. and then he's like goes and gets the job. Yeah, because she's home. like, you're just not suited for working with any living people. And he's right. like, I have a solution. Yeah. And uh, he goes and gets a job at Goodbury, Gateman, Goodbury and Graves. I'm glad you can remember that because all I have is Goodman and Goodman. Goodman I don't know Goodman? where I got that from. Is John Goodman starting his own like <laughs> funeral parlor? <laughs> it's gotta be from something um and uh how do you not remember that man i you know what's funny is i remember mr gateman but i don't have his name in the title that's weird (laughs) uh yeah so he gets a job he comes home he's driving like this old ass hearse grandpa's like no that's not gonna do and uses magic to turn it into the monster coach which his boss is probably gonna be pissed uh right the OG Monster Coach too. Um, yeah, it is. It's made by magic. Uh and then eventually they figure out that Mr. Jekyll is the the uh Oh no, Eddie turns into a werewolf in class, by the way. Oh, from yeah, a he picture does. of a full moon. <laughs> Um, uh yeah yeah I, uh, I didn't even make a note of that yeah and all, he's like terrorizing the people in yeah. his classroom and lily comes it's like stop it 
but uh, they have to go and get blood from uh, Mr. Jekyll. Brent Jekyll uh, is his name. Well, hold on. Before, since we brought up Eddie's thing, after his transformation, everyone in the class thinks he's cool. Yeah. And, and he's already really friends with this. Uh, the, again, talk about the, the foreign. foreigners being the nicest people. The, the only kid who was nice to him was this girl who moved from Paris. Yeah. Or France or Somewhere in France. I don't know if they say it's Paris, but I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So um, they have to go and get blood from Mr. Jekyll. He goes, they go and sneak into his house. Grandpa apparently doesn't need uh, permission to go into the houses in this universe. Um, no. He just also, like it, bursts into there in a cloud of smoke. Because <laughs> uh, Lily makes her own Stairmaster at some point here. I have written. She does. I yeah, she's just... like doing exercises on it, and it's like wooden, and it looks like their staircase. Huh? I think I that must have, must have been right that. before she went to the Eddie scene. It's um, weird. So, so they they break into Mister Jekyll's house. They find out, you know, somewhat of what's going on there. Yeah, he's very. Um, Against foreign the, we uh, just, immigration. We just have this random uh, spot where... Uh, Herman hides in a closet. He hides in a closet, but that closet's connected to another closet? Or they do with the Scooby-Doo trick where he's just in a closet that teleports. Right. <laughs> Um, like and the then hallway he somehow doors. ends up in this kid's closet and the kid's like, there's, <laughs> the kid. a, there's a monster in my closet. And their mom's like, oh, just shut the hell up and go to bed, you stupid little kid. <laughs> um and then he goes and throws a ball into the closet. Very reminiscent. I think it was, uh, was it the exorcist that did this one? Exorcist. I believe um, it was. I was thinking of the, not uh, the exorcist. Sorry. Poltergeist. Um, what was the, uh, the, yeah, that the, I was thinking of the movie where they have like the, the monsters under the bed that, that their own world. What was, the hell is that movie? I have no idea what you're talking about. Monsters Inc. <laughs> no, hang it. Uh, go ahead and talk. I'll um, look it up. But yeah, he tosses the ball into the closet. The ball flies back out. So he gets up instead of just staying in bed little like monsters. a smart kid. Little monsters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so just staying in bed like a smart kid. He gets up out of the bed and Herman's there. And at first he's scared for a second, but then he realizes Herman's not a bad monster yeah he's, he's like, just a monster oh, like, i'm so sorry for scaring you yeah, and he even I'm tucks him back in the bed <laughs> yeah he's like herman's still great with kids <laughs> and then uh the mo- which is weird um herman stay I, out I, of kids is. bedrooms please <laughs> uh, don't even know how he got in there <sighs> can get more people that hate you <laughs> um and uh it'd be even funny if this turned out to be uh uh shit i forget the kid's name from the finale of season one. Oh, uh googie no googie was the uh, asshole no, kid. googie was the asshole um you're talking about uh yes uh galen, galen or something like that yeah yeah there is a herman um galen, wait are yeah. these jekyll's kids or the cops kids because we never find out those are Jekyll's Did kids. Did he go start a whole new family? Or the cops kids. No, they're the cops kids. Yeah, because they say they're at the cops house. Oh, okay, good. Or I not missed the cops that. house, the 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 uh the the 
manager, campaign manager campaign manager's yeah. house yeah okay um yeah <laughs> i was like how long has this guy been missing six months that's kid is no more than six months <laughs> magic uh, I don't know. Be pretty suspicious if the kid suddenly sprouted um, to be Ted. But the mom walks back into the room while Herman's still sitting on the end of the bed. And she freaks out. He freaks out. He runs through the wall into the campaign manager's room <laughs> yeah, where the, the campaign wall. manager is and Mr. Jekyll, Brent Jekyll. And uh, <laughs> Jekyll, Brent Jekyll. Is that really his name? Brent Jekyll is his name. Okay, because I, I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that in Jekyll, one of these movies. Brent Jekyll. Brent Je- <laughs> no, it's like Jekyll, middle name Brett, last name Jekyll. <laughs> Mario Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a real thing that actually is his name. Uh, uh, it's Luigi Mario. <laughs> it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Um. Anyways, uh, then he tackles him kind of into the wind to the door where grandpa's at with the syringe that looks like it should kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and and Which, he takes some of his blood out and the grandpa dips and Herman yeah, gets grandpa arrested. Gets <laughs> Which uh, Herman is like so nice throughout this entire thing as well. He's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so they're down. They're like, they're now, uh, booking him and stuff. They're putting his fingerprints down. He loses a thumb and the cops yeah. just like, the fuck yeah we finally get that gag i told you would have been fun to see and easy to do in the og show because he's always talking about losing a finger and stuff like that um and then they put him in the interrogation room yeah and uh they're like this is when like we get the whole like expository like everything here's the evil person's plan basically um exposition exposition dump i should say uh from the cop and the campaign manager and the campaign manager's like oh, blah, 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 blah. he told you yeah, well this, we also can we need the, the lead in. up to this yeah the lead up to this herman's like he's putting on the suit he's like i think it looks pretty good on me no that's the, that's <laughs> after this that, that's after this part Is, oh i thought this was while he was in the interrogation no oh yeah that's no. right he was he goes in there to, first they have to book him well, book him yeah um which they already did book him if they took his fingerprints, but okay. Uh, Some people don't know how the justice system works, (laughs) but um, the, uh, sometimes the justice system, they don't Uh. take your fingerprints just to put you in an interrogation room. (laughs) That's not what they do. Um, And they, uh, Oh, what was it? Uh, So they talk about it. They're like, Oh, he's says that, or no, they send the the young guy, the young cop out. That's Marilyn's like boo right now, and uh, sends him over to. Wow, I just said boo. I don't even think kids say that anymore. Anyways, his bay. <laughs> um, sugar daddy. I don't know. Uh, he goes into the interrogation room to talk to Herman, and they're in there doing the exposition dump of like, oh yeah, if uh, anyone finds out, and oh, no one's gonna find out. He's like a pawn. He's a perfect pawn because he has no history. Uh, Brent Jekyll has no background, nothing. No friends are gonna come out of the woodwork yeah, and be won't. like, oh, I smoked weed with him this one time, or he did this He's this one no time. He's got no shady background. Right. <laughs> Which is, every politician has that. Remember, There's- the Obama sm- uh, smoking a bong picture came out. So, 
They'll and, use anything in a political and, race. And, and Bush like was a massive druggie too. No one gave a crap. Oh yeah, cocaine. No, no one cares. nobody cares. And Trump grabbed Look him by the, the pussy. The, we didn't. What no is one it? Cared. The mayor of DC has been caught doing coke in the office multiple times, and he still gets like like the last few few presidents that we've had, just like Bush. Obama and Trump alone. No one gives a crap about what you dig up on these people. Like no one. You can. You, uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. Anyway, um, you're crazy. It's crazy, man. And uh, uh, even Clinton still stayed in the White House after he got some head in there. Like, come on. Like, no one cares. No one actually gives a crap. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get rid of him, did they? No, they didn't. They tried, <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah um uh, and yeah. uh so they they do the exposition dump of this this is why they're doing it and he's like eventually if the serum works or the potion works we can have somebody in the white house and then the <laughs> we can have and then eventually you can be the head of the fbi uh to the police guy i'm, I'm just gonna stop there <laughs> and then uh we get the whole uh well we need to make sure this doesn't get out so you gotta book herman and uh they book herman and this is where he gets his sweet little pajama set and you can talk Uh, about that also he's like fixing his kisses uh, we're gonna take your photos and stuff and he's like fixing his hair and that's when we get the glass shattering he's like oh hi the mirror the mirror break (laughs) gag that we haven't had all this whole thing Uh, yeah he's like oh sorry about your mirror (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Um, then we have, I'm trying to see uh, here. The next one I got is when Herman calls. I think some stuff happens between them. That that's be the, Eddie, that's the stuff. Eddie stuff that he turns into a werewolf because she gets the call at the same time to come pick Eddie up and to pick her or about Herman at the same time. Cause she goes back and forth and I was looking at that phone and I'm like, I'd have hung up on everybody cause I wouldn't have understood how the heck to do that on that phone. <laughs> He's like, they gave me one phone call. And she's like, hang on, I got someone on the other line. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go get Eddie. And then she's like, oh, you're on the TV. I have to let you go. Yeah. He's like, oh. He's like, he hangs up. He looks at the cop. He's like, I'm on TV. And this is where they're like uh talking about the assassination attempt. The assassination attempt and how they should arrest them all and deport them. And this is a guy, the, the person who's talking about this too, by the way, has no power right now. He is just running. He's just up for election. He has zero power at all. And yet he's just like, oh, we should arrest them all right now. <laughs> go, no, arrest, I mean, go arrest the monsters, basically. Um, anyone and, who lives in any state, regardless of level, you know, politicians like this. So, yeah. Uh, we should rest everybody everywhere right now. <laughs> Less yeah. now. Just go. Uh, Round them up. God, oh, yeah, because it wasn't just the monsters. It was all, it was all uh, immigrants is what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he foreigners. Was using they, they kept saying foreigners. They never said immigrants. They always said foreigners. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's just like a derogatory term at, at, the, at this point in history in the 90s. No, well, I don't know, honestly. Maybe it was the other way around, and that's why they said it this way. 
we're because we're all immigrants does it yeah they can't really say that i'm so glad we're doing this movie the week of elections Uh, (laughs) i didn't even think of that that's awesome i can't wait for it to be over i'll be honest with you that lined up really good all of our episodes keep lining up pretty damn good (laughs) they do they really do Um, um go out and vote or don't go out and vote. No one actually cares. <laughs> Your vote don't matter. Uh, actually, Your we, vote we do care. Go, go vote. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I, d- I don't care what you vote for. Just go do it. <laughs> what is this one? This is all like uh, local stuff. Local. Um, there's some. Uh, I think it's the Senate also. Okay. I don't. Right. I don't. Um, I just look at what I'm. So it kind area, of like so. correlates with this one here where we have like a, a guy who just appeared out of nowhere and is running for office because yeah, because someone I think without any vary. background is better than someone with a background right let, let, let's be real every year is a local election so yeah uh just check out your state see what's going on whatever but but Do your I, thing. I don't understand their process of this like if you have no background that that that's not good yeah, that's true. How are we going to? Well, I mean, he just can't go for presidency. How are they going to? Mm, <laughs> that means they got to fake a birth certificate there if they want to get that far. Right. Like their their plan of getting someone in the White House doesn't work because it's like, who are you going to get? And and where are you going to get? You have to fake a bunch of documents. You have to have yeah. a birth certificate. And then if if. Uh, um uh, whether they whether the journalists look into it like they're going to be like this person doesn't exist well that's when you do just call fake news and <laughs> that's so, like this is how you get the conspiracies man <laughs> like this person yeah. has never existed they're, they're <laughs> who is this person <laughs> They're clones. Uh, we are getting way off topic. No, this is, <laughs> I'm literally talking in the show, like or in the movie. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so the, well, we're getting away from the plot. Is yeah. What I'm so the po- the the uh, the the solution is to make a dog Herman. That's not his solution. He does make a dog. Like it wasn't like theory. He just did it for no reason. <laughs> well, no, he did it for a reason. He he was going to swap them, but then he does something stupid instead and throws a ball. <laughs> yeah. Um uh Spot is lingering in the stairs. We get that awesome scene uh, as a throwback, which is pretty cool when the police officer, the young uh the young buck comes over there into the mm. is hitting on Marilyn again. And Marilyn's just like, no, 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 <laughs> because you see the stairs open and Spot comes out of the stairwell. So Spot must hang out in the lab, too, I guess. Yeah. Um. And then. Uh, then my next note was this is where Sherry must have taken her stuff from. Yeah, uh, I got that earlier in the dog's brain in the Herman clone. So apparently grandpa had a lot of leftover parts. So I thought this was going to be kind of like a Johan situation. And then mm-hmm. I saw the mannerisms and I was like, oh, oh, it's barking. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> and then, but you also see the bottle in grandpa's hand because he has it off to the side. And it just says dog brains. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> so, uh, I, my my notes stop 
from here until the the, the end confrontation at the yeah. rally. So, so uh, that's where I'm pretty but, much at, anyways. Like, uh, Grandpa. Yeah, they throw the to get Herman out though, because yeah. I remember it. I don't have anything written down, but I remember it. He's he, instead of just swapping them, mm-hmm. he throws the ball like Herman's trying to escape, and the dog Herman busts through the wall, and the cops chase down the real Herman anyway. <laughs> Yeah, in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like that whole plan didn't work out for you. Well, how <laughs> else were they supposed to get out of the police station? I think was the 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 thing was they were going to chase that Herman out. Yeah, while but it they didn't could work. Get out. It, it partially worked because they still got out of the building because everyone was yeah. trying to catch the other Herman. So they freed up the space yep. and everything to get out of there. This was very reminiscent of Munster's Revenge when Grandpa and uh, Herman were in jail. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I was thinking about that. Like they, they did a lot of jail stuff in here again. Like they, they, they tackle certain pieces here and there. Like you get the, the old country, the jail, um, a weird dumb plot line. <laughs> oh, there's a dog. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, they, I forget what how they get away, but I think the monster coach is just faster. Well, they turn it into like a uh, 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 an Amish type carrier thing eventually, because they end a up buggy. having the Amish beards and stuff like that. And yeah, I completely missed this scene. Yeah, <laughs> I really need to rewatch this now. That sounds great. Yeah, they they end up uh, being. Amish, I guess, <laughs> is what the best way to state it as. <laughs> oh, that's all. Okay. Um, yeah. So with they all the family gets back together and they're like, how oh, we gonna, you know, what are we gonna do about this? We gotta fix him. They get the the antidote to the transformation from grandpa the blood. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we're gonna go to the rally and uh I guess start a revolt. Uh yeah, they have to dig a tunnel through air. Um, and then we get uh, everybody has their own thing that they're doing. Yeah. Lily drinks blood is my first note. Uh, Not only does she drink blood, she bites somebody drinks- to drink blood to knock them out. <laughs> yeah. That person is now her ghoul, right? That's how that works. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wrote it's kinda that like down. the blood cookies. Lily, uh. Lily bites to knock people out. Um, Eddie just needs to see a full moon to have his transformation, so he uses a beach ball moon. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was incredibly clever. And uh, and he has to throw it. Up uh, he in like the air. throws it up in the air and stares at it. Yeah. Um, and uh, then they have a uh, their Herman and Grandpa are trying to get into the stage. And they have a little like, oh, are you are you guys part of the green party? <laughs> because they're green. But I also like that because, you know, Al, Al Lewis, Lewis was at, around this. The, he either was at this point or was about to. It was late 90s. Yeah. Which it really would have been interesting to see them do like uh, a thing where like it wasn't just Brent Jekyll, but you did have like Al Lewis. Al running. Lewis has the green party. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been awesome. Uh, missed opportunity, but it was also uh, a made for TV hindsight. thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so then it was, let me see here. They throw the dart or whatnot to get Brent Jekyll. 
but they miss and get the band organizer who turns into Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly. It was crazy. Um, This whole ending is weird, but I loved it. They end up getting up on stage uh, and they get like pulled over to the side like they're arrested or they're captured or whatnot. And Mr. Jekyll gets the crowd to like uh, revolt, like hate them. Like he's building this anger mob up uh, a very he's building the anger in the crowd so that they'll be like, yes, hate them, blah, blah, blah. And then we get like the kill them going. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, and because you got to wonder, is it just these two they want to kill now? Or are they talking about all foreigners? And then you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like this got dark really fast. Um, And, and uh, unfortunately this is, grandpa how things like this kind of start you yeah gotta, yeah yeah things start all the like, time by stupid people saying stupid things but yeah grandpa it, it evolves over time into yeah. something worse <laughs> grandpa tried to stop them by throwing a magical thingy with some type of thing he's but i don't know what the heck that he was supposed to stop do but he ends up turning them all into like villagers and stuff like old looking <laughs> yeah, villagers so they have pitchforks and all that crap and and that's when they start chanting the kill them kill them kill them <laughs> and i was just like wow i could see that happening <laughs> oh grandpa with his magic making things worse and then grandpa tosses another magic cube over uh at one of the 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 bigger police chief guy turning him into a rat a little white (laughs) rat and and my question is is grandpa's magic but is he ever going to turn back normal (laughs) you know that's a very good question because um, I feel the only person who really deserved to be turned into a rat would have been the campaign manager. Yeah. And yeah, the campaign manager has a family though, too. So I'm like, are we not thinking about Well, that just means there's somebody to take care of the kid, right? You know? <laughs> right. Is your wife alive? Yes, then there's someone else to take care of the kid. <laughs> Wanda. Oh, this got dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I just watched that Halloween episode again. I'm like, shit, that show was good. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and the the way they stopped the campaign manager too of Lily just sneaking over and turning the microphone back on. Yeah, I'm like, how did he not hear the reverb? Or <laughs> I mean, it might be the speakers are out that far, and they just don't. You you can do that. It, there's okay. sometimes where you just can't hear yourself on the speakers. Yeah, uh, especially you've worked with that stuff moment. way more than I ever will. So, well, also, you know, Brent Jekyll's a dumbass. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> he, he doesn't know anything. He's only he only says what he's told to say and do. It's not like he has any free will or anything like this in this movie. Like, he's he's literally a puppet. Honestly, yeah. So, uh, but when they finally get the antidote back to uh, Norm and he comes back out, he's Norm. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you didn't catch that one? No, that's clever. All right. Uh, yeah, he go. He's like, he's a he's a weird kooky guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the the potion, uh, like uh, Jekyll and Hyde. It changes his uh, mental state mm-hmm. and not just his physical appearance. And so we find out he's not, you know, because even the manager's like, no, 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 you're still Jekyll. He's like. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> he suddenly becomes like Grandpa from The Simpsons, almost. <laughs> or uh, not Grandpa, but like Krusty. Hey, everybody. So I am curious for the names because you have Norman Hyde and Elsa mm-hmm. Hyde, as in like Norm Liebman and Ezra Mill. Or not Miller. That's a stretch, dude. That's a stretch. No. It's it's almost spelled the same. <laughs> Elsa. It's not the same as Ezra. I mean, you got to change it up a little bit. It's not like they did like Ezra Mosier. <laughs> like. I, yeah, I could believe Mosier or. Uh, norm but yeah i don't know about that was there someone named bob bob house no uh i don't believe so yeah i'm just gonna let you soak i don't see it so okay let's go continue you were talking yeah my next thing is the dancing scene so I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Norm being weird. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like a kooky guy. He reminds yeah, me he of uh, Billy Crystal in um, uh, Brides. Uh, uh, what is that called? Oh, fuck. Why am I so stupid today? Because uh, it's early. A Brides. Oh, We're what doing is it? this earlier than people, we normally do. People are going to kill me for this one. Uh What's it? I'll look it up. Uh, the Princess Bride. That's what it is. Okay. It reminds me of Billy Crystal and the Princess Bride. The guy who has to bring back... Um, you've never seen the Princess Bride, have you? The Princess Bride? Uh, I want to say I have, but I know zero. I remember zero. With like... Uh, I'm trying to remember an actor in there that you might remember. Um, Andre the Giant. <sighs> Um, yeah, I know he's in it. I just, yeah. I remember. But he reminds I, I, me of Billy Crystal's character in that, uh, that movie. That's all. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Uh, yeah. So we go back to the Munster's house where we learn that, uh, one, the campaign manager got away. He has a, like a pack of dynamite. He sneaks in the spots area He's like, yeah. oh, this is a good spot. <laughs> because it literally says spot. spot on the door. And then he goes in there and, of course, he blows up. Uh, he, he, the, does he blow up or does Spot eat him and it blows up in Spot's stomach? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Didn't he fall out? I thought he came back out. 
I don't remember, honestly. I, I don't think we saw him again. I thought he came back out and he just disappeared. Um, because he has a family, Tivis, man. You can't kill a family, man. This is still the monsters. They killed a mail carrier. He probably had a family. <laughs> um, and then we get uh the monsters are inside talking, and we find out this is how they're getting the house, basically, is they're gonna watch the house for uh the hides because they're dipping out and uh going over doing a trip around the world and uh we get to see some of the places they're oh, going yeah that's something we didn't mention the fact that the only reason they're even in this whole mess in the first place is because they need a sponsor to stay in america for their green car their uh their visa yeah and uh now that herman's working though he might be able to get a working visa and not need a sponsor anymore but yeah. Uh, I can yeah. see that. Um but yeah, so we get that. Uh they ask us Marilyn's going, Marilyn's not going. She ends up going off with the uh little uh police officer guy and uh yeah. they're all so happy about it. And um yeah, and they get the house and everyone's outside dancing. Yes, they are. We got Herman and Lily grandpa and the freaky neighbor or no he's uh dancing with uh the nosy neighbor not the freaky yeah. one which i think um, he just turned her into a slave like <laughs> there's no Mocky way Bird that style. is the neighbor that he would be dancing with i just don't see that yeah um uh eddie's dancing with the french student um yeah the only one not there is a marilyn with the cop well, yeah, they went on a date. I, yeah, but I mean, with this cheesy ending, you could still I see them coming from off screen. Uh, <laughs> and that's the end of my notes right there. This movie is crazy, and I yeah. enjoyed the hell out of it. This was definitely a good one. Um, <sighs> it, as far as seeing other people playing these actors, too. Uh, or not these actors <laughs> seeing other actors <laughs> playing these characters there we go um, I was definitely uh, into it I, I enjoyed the 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 way it is like just seeing grandpa though in the pictures I was like I don't know about that but when you actually hear him talking and stuff like that you, you actually fall for it like I, I enjoyed it um, I will it, it will be interesting to see because we have one more iteration in the film world uh, to watch, uh, which is their Christmas movie. Yeah, and then which, we, uh, the fact that a the the nosy neighbor carries over makes me think that this it's in the same universe, or yeah, timeline, yeah, setting. Okay. Um, uh, so that's interesting. Kind of because in the nineties we had a lot like Batman was changing every other movie at this point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's not unheard of. Well, we also had like, I mean, even the Adams family, you had the two Adams family movies. Then there was like the new Adams family or whatever the TV show was on like Fox or whatnot. And then like you had the random movies and stuff and they were just changing everybody out. Casper did it too. Yeah. Adams so. family had to though. Cause the one oh, Gomez passed away. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to recast everybody though. No. Well, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess some of them were getting older, like the kids were getting older and stuff. So, yeah, but their budgets also went down, too. So they weren't going to afford some of those names. Um, 
<clears throat> so as far uh, as the, oh, go on. let me do my trivia before we give our thoughts okay i only have one so it'll be quick uh edward herman he would or he is known as a classic film and uh tv car enthusiast so he was not only fans of the monsters to begin with but he said it was a thrill to be able to drive the coach yeah so it was a dream come true for him all around that's awesome that's awesome we didn't see the uh the dragula Dragula. though that would have been cool we haven't since the movie or the the first movie we watched uh monster go home yeah yeah but I figure, you know, Butch Patrick's here. Maybe he had it <laughs> at that point, but yeah. he probably didn't have it back in the 90s. I'm not sure. I'm curious. I, I'm pretty sure it turns up in Munsters today, but I'm not 100%. So I'll be curious to see what, what in car what capacity. Have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm curious. I'm just interested to watch that show because I've never seen it and I want to watch it to see. It's going to be hard to talk about these like as we get further and further away in in not just decades but also like from the original series like i don't want to keep comparing it to that i want to be able to be like it had these moments for it but it was still good for what it is you know and and things like that um this i really enjoyed this film uh here come the monsters it was a great film uh, I enjoyed it. I did not hate anything about it. And uh, yeah, so I I don't know what else to say besides the shit I've already said. The storyline was, you know, you, you have these weird, crazy, almost like a Scooby-Doo kind of villain. <laughs> Again, yeah. we, we got to do this to take I'm control. constantly comparing this to Scooby-Doo and it's yeah. not a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I thought this was this is like this is going in my Halloween rotation permanently. It's just great. Like even though it barely has anything to do with Halloween, it's just it feels perfect for the setting. Yeah. It was supposed to be for their their Halloween uh episode too cuz it came out on Halloween day and I'm like mm. there wasn't introduced really, by the Crypt Keeper again. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really anything about Halloween for it besides it just being the monsters characters. Yeah, um, in the early in the show referencing that it's Halloween, Halloween season. season. yeah. Going into election season. Oh my god, it makes sense. Duh. America. <laughs> 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 so this movie takes place over like a week and a half then. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how long Herman was in jail for then. Um so yeah, the it was really interesting to see them tackle that issue though, because it, especially after you told me, you know, the, the immigration stuff was going on hardcore then, because you know, I was a kid then. I didn't pay attention to none of that stuff. I didn't give a crap. I still don't give a crap. <laughs> like, I, to, to be fully honest, I don't give a crap. Um, but it was interesting to see them tackle it in the way that they did too, where it's very subtle too. Like if you're not paying attention about it, like that all the characters who are considered quote unquote foreigners or immigrants or whatever are always are shown in like this way of like, yeah, this is great. Like, you know, this country is good. This is, you know, we're here. We want to be like everyone else here. 
Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see that because, you know, like you have the TSA agent and the the Gateman, Goodberry and Graves driver. You Ralph. have the what? Ralph. 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 Uh, I mean, even Lily is trying to emulate American culture into their life, like almost instantaneously and stuff. And you just see it in all the different characters that they show. And it's really cool to see um, for that time because honestly, it, it works for today still. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. We're what? This came out in 95. We're 2022. So, and closing in on 27 years. years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, and a little sad, but you know. It's sad and crazy. But I mean, the, the, the best content out there will tackle issues that are can still be prevalent you know unfortunately because unfortunately yeah we don't <laughs> change you know the, nothing ev- changes everything's stagnant everything everybody thinks they change just because things are talked about more but that's not change you actually have to change um instead of just talking about it so what did you think? I'm I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Oh, let me ask you something. Let me tell you. Let me ask you. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. You don't Pick get that my joke. Brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the podcaster thing. Like, let me tell you something. Let me ask you. How about this? What do you think about? Let me, let me, let me ask you this. Now, what do you think about this? I listen this? to a ton of podcasts and none of them talk like <laughs> that. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> Interviewers. How about that? <laughs> Dumbass in the rears. Um, it's a it's a comedy thing. It's from a skit I saw before. Uh, so what did you think about the portrayal of Eddie Munster in this? Because I have some words, and I'd like to hear um, yours. I feel like he was underrepresented, but I feel like Marilyn got a bit more of the spotlight than she normally does. So I kind of feel like it may have been a trade off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also might, coming up in, in her career too. The yeah. actress. Uh, and it was, um, what I say, this is his first acting credit or something like that. Uh, or second acting credit. So he's relatively new, but I also think it might be an issue with, you know, some scripts, when you got too many main characters, some of them fall by the wayside just because you got to let some things go. Uh, I wish they yeah. had done a little more with him. I thought there was some more interesting stuff, especially with him and the, the, the bully aspect. Okay. Um, I thought for sure the bully was going to turn out to be the kid that Herman scared, but no, it was a different kid entirely. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, what? I thought he did a fine job as Eddie, but again, we didn't really see a whole lot of him, so yeah. it's hard to say for sure. His storyline was mostly at school, and we didn't really see a whole lot of it. Yeah. Um, now, when he would go into beast mode, what like werewolf mode? Beast mode. Uh, he would. He reminded me a lot of Happy Derman when he portrayed eddie in the uh pilot episode yeah 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 uh, yeah, i could see that more werewolf than yeah boy yeah 
So that that was kind of cool to see because I felt like maybe they took from the pilot possibly at that time. Uh, maybe to, to do that. I mean, it's it's pretty clear that the uh, Mockingbird took inspiration from this movie because this is the first time we've got confirmation that Eddie is in fact a werewolf. Yeah. Other than just promotional material, so first first confirmation of that. The first time you see Grandpa drink blood. Well, granted, we don't know what happens in Monsters Today, but still, um, that's true. That show did come before, before this. this. But the first time we have seen it. Yeah, <laughs> twenty Let years me, later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I definitely got those vibes from the pilot um, being utilized for eddie's character in here he was really angry the whole time though like he he kind of had like a chip on his shoulder of being like that i kind of chalked that up to him being slightly older okay uh because you know we all got mood swings for a couple years as we age and then we mellow out and regret how we treated certain family members yeah now you think though he would be as as he's a little older he would be cognitive of not transforming like you know they're showing pictures of a moon my man like just turn like so you don't turn you know in class yeah. you'd think but I don't know it was his first day of school so but was it his first day of school? Because we don't really have a timeline here. Like you said, this movie That's probably true. took place over two weeks. <laughs> no, not two weeks. Uh, at most, it was like a week and a half. Oh, yeah, because election. Yeah, that's right. The election was coming. Because yeah. um, okay. I've had, when I turned 18, election day was on my birthday. So Okay. Uh, and that's not far after Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Hell, I can't believe election is coming up now. And we did this for the election week. That's interesting. Uh, that is interesting. Uh, so what did you think about the character of, not the character, sorry, the the plot that for the Jekyll and the shit like that, like the, the, the political takeover, I guess you would say, um, without getting too much into like real world shit. <laughs> like, let's, let's avoid that. <laughs> reasonable to ask from me um <laughs> i thought it was uh you know my opinions are kind of skewed with my beliefs obviously but yeah i thought it was done pretty well um i was actually shocked at how aggressive it was maybe because i was in a kid in the 90s and i didn't realize how char charged it was versus what we see today but uh you know for the story of jekyll it it was an interesting one to turn him into a politician (laughs) um yeah (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was really cool because like generally the jekyll hyde thing is you know Uh, jekyll is more of a, a a force of destruction than uh, like a uh, no, that's Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde, yes, is yes, like, Hyde. Hyde, Hyde is the, is one the of Hulk you. version, basically. Um, and Jack- oh my god, it didn't even hit me. They did it in reverse, yeah, they did it in reverse. That's oh. what I was getting to. So they no, reversed that didn't it, didn't even register with me now. Okay, yeah, that is 
Yeah, because he's a, a monster. Yeah, because he's a monster. Well, one and two, uh, wh- whether whether uh, at least this is how I took it, are normal everyday real people monsters look normal. You know, the the people that are bad really do just look normal. Like, yeah, you really don't see them. I mean, like, look at like some of the even just the famous serial killers. A lot of them are normal. Yeah, that's that's more your area of expertise. But, <laughs> but like, just like they're normal people. They're they're normal yeah. looking I people. Mean, anyways, what was the one guy? Everyone loved him. Um, the the famous one that was like nobody suspected anything. That he had like bodies in his basement. John Wayne Gacy. Maybe he had like thirty some bodies on his property. Yeah, or the uh, you know we mentioned I'm from the Toledo area. We the the guy that oh uh, f- created um one of the stores around here was like chopping people up and throwing their bodies along the highway, uh, <laughs> and no one suspected a thing. Yeah. Um, there was also the one guy, um, was it appliance center? He, he, yes, it was the appliance center in in that area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, even, even like mainstream where a lot more people would know Ted Bundy, even he was was, the name I was thinking of. He was the guy confused with the married with children. Yeah. Uh, he was going through court and the women just didn't believe that he was even, even though he was like being accused, like had proof and all this shit. People were just like, yeah, he didn't do this. Like, there's no way he did this because of how he looked. They, in the news reports and stuff, when you watch it, you're always mm-hmm. hearing them talk about his looks. Like the girls would always swoon over his looks and be like, oh yeah, I'd hook up with him and these things. And I'm just like, you'd hook up with him and then you'd be buried in some ditch somewhere, dude. What the hell is wrong with you? Like these people are crazy, but no, I, I really grabs grasp that aspect of like, one, they flipped the Jekyll Hyde, and two, the high the Jekyll was the more like the 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 beast that you really don't see coming. Which yeah. also politician, you really don't see the evil coming. Well, I mean, nowadays we start to you open your eyes a little bit more, but um, uh, just in general, if it's a politician, it's bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter what side they support. Uh. And if you're a politician out there listening, hey. We love you. <laughs> Keep listening. But also, we don't love I you. I probably don't. <laughs> um, uh, third party. Take down the two. <laughs> yeah. So right. That's I, enough anyways, for me. That's a- <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I really appreciated that aspect of the Jekyll Hyde storyline because you, you never really see the reverse, you know? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, aside from the 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 story, the the classic story of him, uh, yeah. the only other one I was familiar with is the Marvel version, and so that's Hulk. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's Daisy's dad. <laughs> I know, I know, but Hulk is also taken from the Jekyll and Hyde story too. Well, yes, he is, especially early on. Yeah. He's just not given the name, but yes, for um, yeah, well, like he agents can fly. of shield. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I bet you guys, most listeners, don't know that the Hulk could fly for a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they also did a really good version of him in a very underrated film 
called uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, which is the basically. Oh, oh yeah. Based on the comic. It's basically Avengers. It's like literally like the first Avengers film done like way before it's crazy if you go and watch that movie and see it like side to side with the original avengers film it it goes into it but i digress again anyways uh it was a really good showing of dr jekyll mr hyde Um, yeah um didn't you say that you have um you saw when you do in the uh, we did the frankenstein which if anyone hasn't checked that out go go the silent frankenstein film we put on youtube it's mm-hmm. really fascinating didn't you say that uh that jekyll and hyde was on that uh that list the i that they actually took a jekyll and hyde story into that one well i know in the frankenstein it was very much but i mean i thought there was like a silent one that because i'd be interested in checking that out if there was if there is i'll find it i i didn't look into it honestly but i'm sure there is a jekyll and hyde story okay for in, yeah, in uh, check it out check here. out our youtube you know you might see more of that in the future because yeah. I'd, I'd be down definitely um and as far as anything else goes with here come the monsters you got anything else to say dude about it uh this is just a really fun uh, honestly, if people are liking this but hate Rob Zombie, I don't know what you're looking for because they felt like the same amount of fun to me. Yeah, uh, definitely. They they both like grasped the 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 heart of the original mm-hmm. with the same like you know stupid little gags and jokes and stuff like that. Like you yeah. even get Herman like smashing his hands on every desk he's by in this one. Oh yeah. Oh, we um, pretty much get the same exact scene when the cops are interrogating him and he starts slamming his hands down laughing. It's yeah. almost identical to what uh, Jeff did in that movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, if you don't, if you like this, if you don't like Rob Zombies, yeah, I really just don't. Or, or if you don't like either of these, honestly, like you said, I just don't know what people were looking for with yeah. a monster's continuation. Um, like at that point, just stop watching anything monsters that isn't the original show because nothing's going to appease you we we've said it multiple times too you're never going to get the same stuff that you had with the original cast ever never ever uh, even movies these days get the original cast to their sequels and they're not as good like it just doesn't work um uh, I, I, for one, would love to hear from everyone, though. What did you think about this film? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What worked? What what didn't? Uh, you can email us. Yep. At uh, the monstercast at outlook.com. And yep. or, um, uh, go on. Send a send us an email. You can leave. We even have uh, the monstercast.com. There's a little microphone icon. You can send us a voicemail. Uh, we could even play your opinion on the show if you want. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And you can also just comment on the video version at the MonsterCast YouTube channel, or you can uh, find us on all social medias and let us know your opinions on everything like that. Um, we did get a comment on our last video, I believe it was. Let me go and double check that. I am sorry I don't have this pulled up at the exact second. Oh, um, my computer has been a pain in the butt lately. Um so we apologize for well, that. While guys. you're doing that, uh, again, I want to reiterate: this movie was a lot of fun. I think mm-hmm. people will enjoy it just because it is the characters, and like even with 
the the messaging in the story aside, I think it's just an interesting retrospective on how they came to America in this this version of the story. Mm. Definitely. Um, I can't find the comment. Doesn't look like it's showing. Uh, but somebody said something about uh, Mockingbird Lane. Um, I, I swore I, I just commented on it too. I thought it was on YouTube, but apparently it's not showing up right there at this exact second. Uh, about how it was a good iteration or not iteration fan film, basically <laughs> is uh, what they considered it, but definitely not um, the monsters in heart for sure. Uh, oh, I got it. But yeah. Oh, God. <clears throat> Oh boy. Was it that on YouTube last or name. was it on Facebook? Yes, it's uh, from two days ago. You don't need to say the last names. Uh from Nice. <laughs> uh I have never watched this particular show. Uh, no, that's not the comment. No, okay. No. <laughs> never mind. No, it was not the comment. Uh there was another one um that I replied to last night. I don't remember if it was on Facebook, Instagram, what. Um, but you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all via the Monstercast and YouTube via the Monstercast YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com slash at the Monstercast, and that's a direct link to get to our YouTube channel, guys. Um, everything else you can find on the Monstercast.com uh website. There we have everything showing um videos and all that fun stuff you can also go ahead and leave us a review on apple podcasts we are grateful for all of those reviews comments and everything on any podcast streaming service that you use um and this week guys i do want to give i i've been forgetting to this um <clears throat> to give out a recommendation for mm, a, I know you have a movie uh, and and I want to start doing that again. So because I already brought it up, I guess I will just give the recommendation to um, uh, go and watch the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen um, from 2005. I believe it was. I'm I'm looking it up at the exact second to give you the exact date. Uh, 2003. Sorry. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen from 2003. And it uh, stars Sean Connery. And um, I believe it was his last live action film. Like he retired after this movie. Um, it gets a lot of hate or it did get a lot of hate. But it is a really good film. And if you like the Avengers film. You will like this, especially if you like any of the literary characters out there. Um, I just have to always state that like there's more in literature than just comic book characters, people. So definitely go out and check out uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the 2003 film uh, or uh, really read good. the uh, the graphic novel. Or read the graphic novel, uh, or do both. Um, and the co connection with the MonsterVerse would be, of course, I said Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde's in it. Um, you have vampires and all these other fun things are showing up in the movie. So that's what I thought. It is an Alan Moore story. Yeah. So yeah. Um, any final words to this uh, about any the the movie or anything that you want to let the fans know or anything like that. Uh, just remember that we will be taking a break come December for the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a movie 
that we're ending the month with and uh stay tuned to our socials for what's in between that, I guess. yeah definitely uh definitely do that guys and uh we appreciate y'all and uh with that said guys uh we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane the lesson i want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like you can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father you can be black or yellow or white it doesn't matter what does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character